Hi there, you're listening to the Coaching Collaborative Podcast with ISG Coaching, where we explore the world of instructional coaching and share insights and strategies for empowering educators and improving student outcomes. I'm your host, Brittany Wood. And today we're going to be talking about getting your foot in the door from day one. So I am the newest of the team um, for coaching, and I am um, just going to share some insight into how I got started, how I got my foot in the door to working with some of the awesome teachers in this building. Uh, I have been with this district for four years now, and I taught at another district for two. So I haven't been here an extremely long period of time to have the teacher-to-teacher relationships pre-built. And it's really important when you take on the role of a coach to be able to get your foot in that door in order to make an impactful difference for each teacher, which will then uh, trickle to our students, as we know. I really struggled at first with this process. I was still partially in the classroom, partially uh, having some days to work uh, in the media center with the media specialist here and uh, help troubleshoot some of the tech issues that were going on since no one had currently been in the position I was taking over for uh, a couple months. So uh, there were things that were put on the back burner uh, that I was now able to take a look at and to help resolve. So a lot of what I did at first was just simply having conversations with people, uh, checking in and saying, hey, how are things going? Are you having any issues? Is there anything I can do for you? Uh, And just being willing to listen and start the conversation and being willing to advocate for the teachers if they needed a change made or if they needed a resource or support in some way. Some of the strategies that I was able to utilize in order to get my foot in the door, including uh, included inviting p- teachers in just for a meet and greet session, you know, having some sort of incentive such as snacks or um, something that they could kind of take away, maybe a jeans pass, and just starting to have the conversations of, hey, how are you? How's your year going? You know, a couple years coming out of COVID, that is an interesting question to ask. How is your year going? And I think that teachers are starting to really have high expectations for themselves and for their students. And they want to talk about that and they want to have the support. So as you're transitioning to a coaching role, uh, I think it's really important just to start with forming those connections, especially in areas that you may not have previously taught, whether you're entirely new to the district or maybe you worked at the district for a couple of years and now you're entering into this new position. Whatever department you're kind of familiar with or from, that's going to be your safe place that you can always go back and, and maybe try new things with. But branching out is something that I really prioritized and made sure that, you know, I was going to other 
uh, hallways and other floors of the building and making sure to check in with the secretaries and you know the study hall aide and the learning support aides and all of those various people that aren't necessarily labeled as a teacher just to make sure that they know uh, that you are able to assist them. Uh, so a lot of what I did at first was primarily tech support, um, just putting band-aids on things, raising things up the chain of command that needed to be fixed, um, just kind of getting through the year, considering um, still being in the classroom as well as taking on this new coaching role. That was my primary way of starting to build those relationships. Uh, is to make sure that I am listening intently issues or complaints or ideas or projects and also asking people, hey, can I come check out your class? Um, I think that the word observation has such a negative connotation, but we learn so much about people, especially in this field, by watching them interact with students. And we can gather a lot of data to see where they are confident and where they might need some support. Uh, we can see kind of how they interact with students and what their values are and how they want to be seen by the students. So I also went around, especially to the veteran teachers and said, hey, you have so much experience. You've been with the district this many years. I would love just to be able to sit in on a couple of your classes and just get a good sense of who you are as a teacher uh, and you know, take note of the strengths that you have and hopefully be able to capitalize on that as I work with others, um, that maybe we can utilize your, you know, defined skill sets to help coach others. And I really approached these veteran teachers looking at me as a new, young, uh, to the position, um, kind of outsider to the district. I'd only, like I said, been here four years and just acknowledged their expertise in the field and uh, expertise in their subject area and saying, hey, I would love to learn from you. Uh, and that helped to really form some great relationships early on. And it helped to, you know, kind of spread the word that I'm not, you know, here to report back to administration or I'm not here to critique your teaching or to be the end all be all for how you should enter in integrate technology. Um, so I think that that was another great approach and a in a lot of you know the districts the veteran teachers are the ones who are voicing what they think and others are following suit and taking their advice uh, so that's a great place to start forming those relationships as well uh, another area where you can really capitalize is uh, with any new teachers to the district i think starting with frequent conversations, frequent check-ins, especially if they've never worked at any district, if they're straight out of college, um, they need much more support this first year. Along with their mentor, you can be there as an instructional coach to help them with integrating technology, to help them with instructional strategies, to you know look at their classroom management and take the data and record video on you know, where they stand with that and how we can help. 
them be more successful and be more confident. Those two areas kind of on opposite sides of the spectrum, but great opportunities to get your foot in the door, get your name out there. And teachers do, you know, talk in the halls between classes and they sit around and eat lunch together um, or have planning periods together. And I think that, you know, over a couple of weeks, the word will spread about what you're doing and how you are supporting teachers. Um, And I think that that's going to make a huge difference as you are starting out and you will be able to approach more teachers from that point. So at this point, if you are entering into the realm of instructional coaching, uh, I think any interaction where you can get your foot in the door is a good interaction. And one thing that I really kind of clung to were the tracking of those interactions and making sure that I was touching base with every single teacher uh, at least once every two weeks was my goal. And depending on your school size and how many buildings you are responsible for, that could look different. Uh, And in this building, I have about 40 couple uh, teachers. And so it's a little bit more manageable for me. We're all in one space. I don't have multiple buildings to try to get to. Uh, So that makes things easier for me. But what you have to consider how many teachers you are, have how many buildings you're located in, and think about what is realistic for you? How can you touch base and communicate your intentions and how you can support teachers as much as possible in your first couple of months and just to help build those relationships? In future episodes, we're going to talk about how uh, some of us are kind of stuck in that tech support bubble, and we would love to get into instructional strategies and how we can support Uh, and grow students. And uh, sometimes we, it's hard to break away from that because we are so involved as tech support. So uh, there will be a future episode on that. We're also going to talk about choosing a coaching cycle and managing coaching tasks and staying organized. Uh, We're also going to talk about role-playing and confidentiality in this position as well. So some really interesting topics coming up. Can't wait to Um, continue this conversation. If you have any other insights or suggestions for what has worked for you and how you got your foot in the door, please feel free to share them. Um, And you could be featured on a future episode um, or a panel discussion. Thank you for listening to the Coaching Collaborative Podcast. We hope you found this discussion on getting your foot in the door when you start coaching valuable. And we look forward to continuing to share ideas and best practices in education with you in future episodes. Don't forget to subscribe, follow ISG Coaching on Twitter or check out isgcoaching.com. Until next time, keep coaching and making a positive impact.